Welcome to the Open Government Podcast. I'm Richard Pietro. And I'm Samir Vasta. Each episode of the Open Government Podcast will be bringing you an interview with someone working on open government and citizen engagement in their community. Today we have Manjeet Bassi. She's a co-founder and lead strategist for the Citizens Academy in Ottawa. And Citizens Academy, from my understanding, Manjeet, is all about finding new ways, essentially designing civic engagement for people to get involved in ways they never thought that they could get involved. Am I right in assuming this? Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. I think that that's um, um, a part of what we do. Uh, the other part is that, you know, we want to empower um, citizens um, with knowledge, confidence and tools um, to really be able to engage in the civic and the political culture of um, their city um, in a different way. Um, I think the idea has been that, you know, there's a lot of talk about citizens being maybe apathetic or not really sort of caring or being lazy. And, uh, you know, what we found is that people actually really care deeply about their communities. Um, it's just that sometimes they feel deeply also disconnected from those who they think have power to make change, basically. So what kinds of things do you do to actually help them feel that connection to kind of reconnect to the people that are making decisions on their behalf? Well, the, our, our absolute initial programming actually is something that we call the Civics um, Boot Camp. Now, at the Citizens Academy here in Ottawa, we focus on um, municipal government uh, simply because we think that, you know, the place where you live and the place that you really call home is a place that you care about deeply. So if you if you start engagement there, then what happens is that, you know, lots of evidence shows that the engagement trickles up at, to different levels of government as well and different and bigger issues. So we started with a civics boot camp. Uh, it's actually a six-week online and interactive program. And um, the whole focus of that is to really help citizens understand what their local government actually is responsible for, how it interconnects with the different levels of government, um, let's say the provincial or the federal ones, and also um, to understand where sort of the leverage points are and where sort of the doors can actually be opened to create for them to actually help have more influence, let's say, um, especially um, through um, specific topics would be just the governance of the structure of local government. Second one, the big topic that comes about is the budgeting. And the third one is land use planning in terms of how um, communities are created. Um, and, and besides that, what we also do is it's really about engaging with others well others as well. So it's with government, but also to engage with government, you've got to do some other engagement with other civil society organizations, um, uh, with business as well. So how do you actually sort of create your tribe of people um, around the kind of change that you want to create? Now, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Sure. Um, can you explain to us or give us an example of some of the successes that you've had come out of the citizen boot camp or, or anything that the citizen academy has done like we'd li I'd like to hear like a hero story or a success story from from what you guys have been doing and I'm sure the audience would as well 
Yeah, no, that's uh, that's really good. Now, first of all, let me preface that we're very, very young. We're, um, you know, a startup. We're volunteer-led. We're only two years old. Uh, we're actually running our third full boot camp right now. But so much success, honestly, Richard, has just come out of this. Um, we're amazed ourselves. Um, so one, um, first of all, a couple of things. What I call is the shifting. It's about shifting hearts and shifting minds of people so that they think that they're not on their own and that they don't have to go around and blame someone else, let's say, for the conditions, let's say, in their neighborhood, that they have the power to create that shift themselves working with others. So some of the, you know, really incredible things have happened is when someone from a boot camp leaves and says, my goodness, you know, like, I didn't have to, I don't have to hate that bureaucrat. (laughs) That's a huge thing. Or when we do the land use planning, when, you know, there's a private developer sitting there, there's an academic sitting there, and they're having this debate around, you know, you know, the whole land use planning session. And you've got those citizens sitting there going, hey, you know what? That's a great developer. Like he asked, actually gave me his telephone number and told me to call him. I don't have to hate them either. There is a way of working with them. So that's huge. Um, The other thing that I think is really critical for us at Citizens Academy is that we actually do a um, a complete demographic mapping of Ottawa. So we put a microcosm of Ottawa's demographics into one room. So, you know, you could have a single mother working who's on welfare, um, you know, um, living in a real marginalized community in Ottawa, working on a um, a civic action, um, you know, um, project with someone who's from a university and has a paid PhD. So really what happens is you're really gaining knowledge about different people in your neighborhoods, what they care about, and that at the end of the day, a lot of us care about the same things. Now, a specific I would say, if I can go on for a second, a specific success story. We had actually, so part of our boot camp, you see, is that they actually work on a civic action idea or project. And then they pitch that, if I could say, to a, uh, city leaders and, and you know from different sectors. Um, they they pitch that at the end of the practicum to see if they want to uh, to get feed forward. I like to say for their project. And then what happens is that some of those projects, if they want to carry them forward, we will give them mentoring for six months. And so we've one of the campaigns that's really made it big out of our initial boot camp and now in Ottawa is called the Gotta Go campaign, and it was incubated during the civics boot camp. Um, and it's actually a public it's a campaign for advocating for a much better and safer public toilet. Time, uh, system in um, Ottawa. And so that, can you repeat that for a moment? This is a campaign to do what exactly? Uh, public toilets, a better public toilet network. <laughs> yep. and, and you know what the funniest thing about it is? As coincidences would go, the boot camp a practicum last year in the fall was on a day. They were pitching this idea. Um, and you know what? It was World Toilet Day. We didn't even know such a thing existed. You know, the, the stars were were, were, were aligned. Um and, and on the panel happened to sit a board board member from the National Capital Commission. She loved the idea. It was the former mayor, Jackie Holtzman. You know, she took the idea. She, you know, she helped them connect to the NCC. They're working with the, the local government, the NCC um, businesses right now. And they've just got a whole, huge, huge following. Um, and, 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 you know, people might say, a lot of people say that to me. They go, well, what does public toilets have to do with, like, 
civic engagement. But at the end of the day, it's a group of people who care about the quality of life for tourists, for lots of other individuals who have difficulty accessing, accessing, you know, let's say toilets. And it actually makes our city a much better place um, if you have much better access to well-designed public toilets that are environmentally friendly. And that's just one success story, guys. I mean, we've we, we've we've had others who are working on other civic action um, ideas, and they're carrying them forward from the boot camp. That's a that's a really great success story, actually, um, and it's different than the stuff that we normally hear. So thanks for sharing that. I, I want to ask if if we were to take this, you know, two to three years from now, and we were to ask the same kind of question, what is a success story? What kinds of stories would you like to be telling? Where do you see Citizens Academy going? Do you see it scaling? What kinds of lessons can you share with other people trying to do other things? Or do you see Citizens Academy actually scaling to do to, in other locations other than Ottawa as well? Uh, good questions. Um, being so young, we're always uh, looking at how to learn and how to adapt. So I would say that, you know, um, um, if I if if I can have huge aspirations, we'd love to be able to help um, um, other cities set up um, this kind of a program, actually, Civics Boot Camp itself, especially because our strength was the process that we used. Um, it was a curriculum that was designed by citizens for citizens with lots of expert resources. So seeing it expand would be terrific. We'd also love to see how we can scale Citizens Academy and deliver it more often, whether that's, um, you know, still continue to offer some um, that where citizens from across the city are together, but also figure out how we can maybe do a toolkit so neighborhoods can actually do this in their own neighborhoods for neighborhood projects. Um, and the other third aspiration, definitely, it's something that we're starting to work on right now is that you know if we if we're able to convene citizens um, business and government and the not-for-profit sector the way we've been able to in the boot camp um, why don't we convene bigger conversations um, that are maybe almost like around issues literacy so that this city our city which is a great city Ottawa can actually really start to together with all harness all of the collective energy of citizens and all of the different sectors and actually start to find real sustainable solutions to some of these real challenging issues issues we find in cities, uh, whether it's homelessness or whether it's um, access to healthy food um, or integration of, immig integration of immigrants. So those are just a few key things. Um, but I think that our design lends to, to really um, figuring out how we can work together to, to, to really make this city um, amazing and remarkable for all of its people and for the long term. It's so that's why I love what Citizen Citizen Academy is all about is because it's giving people a different way to get engaged because most people think there's only one way to get engaged. So thank you so much for, for being part of that initiative. And I wish you guys nothing but the best of luck. This is a tremendous, tremendous thing you guys are doing. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and I would say the same thing that really Richard was recognized is that often engagement is talked about that, you know, go out and vote. Um, and what we're saying is, yes, absolutely you can. But I think if people engaged in different ways, our voter turnout would actually, you know, rise because now people see that they're working together and can actually affect and have the power to affect change. That was Manjeet Bassey from Citizens Academy on the Open Government Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. And we'll be back, as always, with our next interview with someone working in the open government community.
So if you've got any questions about today's episode, or if you'd like to say anything to Majid and, and congratulate, her, congratulate her like I have today, you can always do so by reaching out to her. Her Twitter handle is Manjeet Bassi or M-A-N-J-I-T-B-A-S-I. And the hashtag for the podcast is OGT Pod. And just so you guys know real quick, I'm French-Canadian, so I've been living in Toronto for like 25 years, being English home for like 25 years. I still confuse my J's and my G's, so I apologize for the Twitter mishap there. And uh, thank you so much, guys. Don't hesitate to reach out to us. Thanks again to Keith for providing the intro and outro music for the podcast. Until next time, I am Richard Pietro. And I'm Samir Vasa. Thanks for listening. 